We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waters of this beautiful place and acknowledge that they never ceded sovereignty. We pay our respect to their elders past and present. Hello and welcome to a brand new season of This AFL Life. It's been a bit of a hot minute. I'm your host, Alison Smirnoff, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Rachel Hibbert. Hello. And Susan Cabman. Hi, fam. Now, our keen listeners would know that the wheels really fell off <laughs> This AFL Life at the end of uh, season six. A lot has happened. Um, I don't think we even recorded a grand final episode. Uh, so Adelaide Crows won, which we know, but yeah, just away from the microphones, life just got a bit <laughs> hectic. Um, <laughs> I think we all had COVID at some point. I, I had it in April. I think, I feel like Caddy, you had it like around similar time, maybe a bit later. Easter, yeah. And then Hiba, <laughs> bloody hell. <laughs> You did your bloody knee again. Oh, when you say it's been a hot minute, it's been a hot, swollen, not very sweaty minute because I haven't sweat properly since (laughs) April. Um, But, yes, it's been a bit of a shitstorm 2022. Um, When we thought 2021 the wheels had fallen off, well, uh, I no longer have have little, little spokes to hold on the wheels. I don't even know if that's how you hold on wheels. That's how far off the wheels I am. But anyway, um, it is what it is, Al, and yep. we're here talking footy. So not all is bad, you know. Yep. But how are you, you know, your post-surgery now? How far into mm-hmm. rehab are you? I'm, I've just hit the 12-week post-op, which is very good. Um, so, yeah, I did it actually the day before Anzac Day, the 24th of April, and then I didn't get to have surgery until the start of June. So that six-week mm. period was actually probably the most difficult because you're making progress with your strength and then you just go straight under the knife and um, you're, you just go back 10 steps um, and start again. And I think that's my third knee now. So I, I know what – I knew what was ahead, which is both a win and a loss um, mm. mentally, I think. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty good now. I actually just started reform Pilates. So I had Ooh. my, um, second session tonight. So no laughing for me tomorrow. I don't think <laughs> my abs are already sore <laughs> or my little tiny baby abs. Um, so yeah, physically on the mend, mentally on the mend, emotionally on the mend, um, and just excited to watch, watch some people and some women play footy at the the highest level it's actually a blessing that it's back for Mm. me to keep me entertained um but the I guess the added drama that happened was the week of my surgery my housemate Gabby Colvin oh Melbourne AFLW number 32 did her knee yeah so we were a really sad my god household It's Um, it's been a bloody time hasn't it far out been a been a big few months um so yeah our house is very much in rehab mode we ice together we 
do our exercises together. Um, we cry together. So um, <laughs> at least there's a buddy um, in the room next door. So it's been been a hot, hot 10 minutes. And uh, Caddy, what's happening with you, my friend? Uh, I don't even know. What isn't happening? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, new house, new fairy friend. Um, oh, yeah. Played in the grand final. Yeah. Yeah, yeah some um, I'm not doing very well at retiring from football, that's for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> somehow I've limped my way through yet another season all the way to a grand final that we unfortunately lost. But, gee, we gave it a good crack. We were ahead for three quarters. So we really did. Pretty yep. proud, of the, proud of the bunch. But um, I would love to say that I'd do something more interesting that, than footy, but footy is all-consuming sometimes and mm. it continues to be between coaching and playing. Um, but it has been an enjoyable it's – been, it's been really fun. Um, it's, yeah, it's just nice to be – around people particularly people who are new to footy I really enjoyed being around a whole bunch of people who've just discovered footy this year and showing them the ropes and them sort of seeing them get hooked you know you can see it in their eyes and um so that's been probably the highlight real highlight of the last few months for me but um otherwise just trying to readjust to Melbourne what what used to be a Melbourne life the first winter we've had not stuck in our houses for a few years so um that's been a bit of an adjustment but yeah I think I'm really with you here I'm excited for the was a bit um you know when they announced the second season in 2022 there was going to be two seasons we were all a bit like oh you know but now it's here it's just so exciting Mm, it (laughs) is (laughs) no footy commitments to get in the way of getting in the way of AFLW which is the most important (laughs) thing so (laughs) And what's happening with you, Al? What's the news? What's the goss? Uh, I've watched you sweat, sweat yellow and green <laughs> at that grand final on Sunday. Um, tell us a little bit about what you've been doing down at the Falks this year. Um, well, I was, uh, I suited up as the uh, Div 1 team runner again. And yeah, I just love it. I think I'm, it's, I think it's my calling. Yeah, just really, just really like being a runner. You're part of it. You don't have the responsibility of, a coach um and you don't get tackled but you still get to go out on the ground and you're still like part of it it's really great <laughs> um but yeah the Falks made it all the way to the grand final I mean like we won our elimination final by a point so and we finished fourth on the ladder so to get to the granny was was a huge oh. effort and um gave it a real good shake against Diamond Creek our arch rivals um it was just yeah it was just a great day and got mm. a really exciting young team and yeah just really proud just really proud to be a falcon really the best mm. best it was such a great day at preston city oval there were so many people there supporting both sides and people who'd stuck around from the game before that yeah um and yeah just the the sea of red and blue and then falcons with the white um it was just such a fun day to be a part of because i don't think Falks have been part of a final series, um, like and a grand final since 2017. So, yeah, yeah, being completely biased, chatting about our beloved Falks, but um, Mm. it was it was such a fun day just to be watching and yelling as well from the sideline. Yeah, I mean, Um, I in some ways I would have preferred to be on the sidelines because I was so (laughs) I was so nervous. 
You, absurd. I'm not joking when you were sweating green. That, that, that it was absurd. Was it was absurd. Right like yeah. I was so, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I was so emotionally invested. But um, oh. but what I did really love, it was the first time that, um, you know, obviously Diamond Creek and, and um, the Falcons have a very rich history, but um, it was the first time that we've played in a grand final in the Northern Football Netball League. And I just think it's really great for that you know, it's, it's a, it's a men's traditionally a men's footy league that's um, been in existence for a long time. So I was just really pleased for them to get a taste of uh, a couple of OG women's team mm. um, on grand final day. And the crowd was huge. So, yeah. so good. It was fun. Like it was a good, it was probably one of my favorite games I've ever played. I reckon it was just so fun. Whenever you touch the ball, you could hear mm. the roar from across the, across the ground and, um no I think it just it's sometimes it's nice to reconnect with those kind of things like that just your traditional kind of community footy but like the one of the oldest what got to be the oldest women women's footy rivalry really mm. in the land mm. so it's nice to continue that it continues on yeah um, through looks a bit different but it's still there <laughs> that's for sure yeah definitely yeah so getting back to AFLW uh and this season and this AFL life, uh, it's probably the show's probably going to look a little bit different this season, partly because uh, both of you have overseas trips planned, which is very exciting. Um, but just doing a bit of a stock take, a lot of podcasts, you know, review games, and probably we it's ground that we don't necessarily need to cover. So we're going to probably have a topic each episode. And the topic that I'm bringing to the table tonight is. Mm-hmm. It didn't really occur to me how I would feel, (laughs) but actually experiencing round one and seeing a full eight, like 18 team competition, it just, it it finally feels whole and complete. And it had a bit of an emotional impact on me. (laughs) And it's almost like the first six seasons have been truly amazing and we've experienced a lot of firsts, but I kind of feel like on some level, first six seasons were, were like a soft launch and now <laughs> we're really here. What do you both think about that? Yeah, I feel that in a big way. And I was blind, a bit blindsided by it too. I mean, it really hit me, I think, when I was watching the Bombers game. Yep. As listeners may know, I'm a long-suffering Essendon supporter. <laughs> um but when it comes to AFL women's, I've never really felt like, as we all do, we have our, you know, we have our favourites, but really just supporting every team and every player because we just love it so much. But I felt very emotional about the Essendon game and um, the players playing and felt really connected to it and obviously playing Hawthorne, a huge rivalry, and there's, you know, we all know lots of people involved in sort of across the teams. And you know, the, that it was being played at Marvel. There was all of these factors that were being built in and it just felt so, I was just so, it was just, I was kind of just really moved by it. And I think mm. um, the game was an excellent one too, to be honest, mm. I thought it was a ripper mm. of a game. Um, and so, yeah, I think, and I think that's probably because Essendon is, is my club as well. Mm. Um, but I, I really, really loved watching the expansion team. I feel like that was really special watching the, the expansion teams all roll, roll out on Saturday. Um, 
particularly the swans. We all we obviously have a little soft spot for the swans, a couple <laughs> of felks there that mm. we love. Um, but yeah, it feels I agree with you, it feels whole and it feels like we're there. And so the fact that there was both young and old players starring was the best bit. So we yeah. were talking before the show started about Paige Scott, you know, some of these unbelievable yeah. talents coming through. And then at the other end, you know, on the other hand, you had Kate Sheila kick four goals for yeah. the same, you know, so it just feels so, it feels, it feels right. Like it feels like we're yeah. there. Yeah. When I think about watching my beloved party pies in the AFL M, um, I think about the influence that someone like Scott Pendlebury has on a group of young men who have come through the ranks and some of them have done the hard yards through the VFL. Some of them got drafted through NAB League but they've all essentially at one time or another been led by this guy who has um, been at his best for a decade. And I think we're finally uh, with a full team, a full competition, 540 women and folk around Australia get to play in AFLW um, and be under the influence of people like Daisy and Lozarnell at the helm and um, Beck Goddard and all the other coaches and players who have been in this game for such a long time. It does, you're right, Al, it feels whole. Um, and another moment for me was um, that same feeling, Al, of not really understanding the impact of it until I saw all the marketing for Sydney come out over the, the weeks leading up to the competition. Mm. And their tagline is, first happens once. Mm. And it was that moment for me where that club are having all of those first moments that the other clubs got to have years ago, um, which now seems so unfair that they had to wait all that time for this this feeling. Um, and watching, you know, our sisters at the Outer Sanctum get to watch Hawthorne run out <laughs> and yep. Emma race just, you know, in tears, saying, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, in tears, just saying like, is this how you all felt for the last six seasons watching your team's your team's colours? And yes, yeah, it is. And like you said, Caddy, it's not that we necessarily have the same, um, I guess, attraction to our traditional AFLM club in the women's league, but it is this sense of, oh my gosh, those colours belong out there mm. and no one is a stranger. It just, it looks great. And it looks great to scroll down the match list and the fixture to see nine games up there mm. um and and now this competition can really really build and be marketed and get the money and the funding and everything like that and I just think and pray and hope that they keep investing as much as they have to get these 18 teams up and running now and to just watch watch everyone shine um mm. and I also think after um, season 1.1 and now season 1.2 of 2022, we have seen an incredible first round of football from all teams yeah. because they've had this level of fitness and this general level of fitness that's carried on for the last 10 to 11 months. And they've been at the clubs essentially immersed for such a long time. The, the four, I, I guess, expansion clubs have had less time 
but they've had all the the investment from um, their clubs leading up to it to provide them with all the right facilities and the coaching staff and the support staff. Um, so I think we're just building now from strength to strength, which is mm. super, super exciting. I also had an interesting feeling watching Essendon caddy, but for a different reason. And being a Carlton supporter, <laughs> the Carlton Essendon rivalry is a very fierce one. And I was very, like, I was very prepared for, like, really not liking the Essendon AFLW team. And they played really w- well. And I was really impressed. And I was like, what, what am I feeling? What, what's going on here? But, but the other, the other kind of thought I had while I was watching, it's like, yeah, Essendon, even though I don't like them, <laughs> <laughs> in you know they have been a big part of my football journey and experience you know my dad and sister back for Essendon I've got a lot of friends that back for Essendon they've they've definitely been the villain in a lot of uh, my football stories um so to actually now see them in the AFLW competition it's like yeah wow it's actually it's all real now, <laughs> not to say mm. that the first six seasons weren't, but now it's like, like I said, it, it's complete and Carlton has its villain. <laughs> more than happy to play it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, I think like, for example, you know, speaking of Essendon, just um, the emotion Maddie, Maddie Prespark has had yeah. after the game, as a lifelong Essendon supporter, obviously was an absolute champ at Carlton, but could not deny the opportunity to go and play for this club, which meant so much to her. And, you know, she shed a tear after the game yeah. and she just, I was talking about it with my partner that she just looked, she looked like she belonged in an Essendon jumper. I don't know how to explain it. It just yeah. looked right. It felt right. And, um, you know, I think, it's just, it's so nice for these players who've, who've had these attachments to be to hopefully have the choice of where they want to go. And, you know, if they have that, that lifelong attachment, they might have the opportunities now, now that there's teams that exist in every, you know, mm. um, every, that align to every team. I think that's really special as well um, on an individual level for the players. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent agree. And yeah, Chris Barker's like it's it's almost like we all knew she was going to go to Essendon because of that, you know, connection. But watching that game on Saturday, the one that was a dagger through the heart is Georgia G. I'm, I'm still not over that. <laughs> she's such a gun. She's such They're a gun. Quite yeah. Um so as we kind of close out the show now, my my just final question is. Now that the competition is complete and we have this stable platform, where to from here? Where does the competition need to grow up? I think number one needs to be a full fixture. Everyone needs to play each other once. Mm -hmm. And there was also a lot of talk about actually playing at grounds like Marvel. I think that Mm. is another next step. what Mm. What do you both think? I agree. I think just the fuller season and the a full season and um, better grounds and more money for full time or at least three quarter full time athletes. Dare I suggest eighteen aside on the field? Yes, yes. actually, good one. Yes, like, yes. That's, yes, that was Huge. obvious to I, me. Yes, on the yes. weekend, I was like, why the 
F are we still playing 16 aside? There's and lasso. Skill, oh. Yeah, and all these stupid rules they've brought in and the skills are there, like the skills are there, the fitness are there. These poor players are yeah. still having to run on mm-hmm. full-size fields with 16 aside. I just, it's, it blows my mind. Like, let's just go, like, get rid of that. Like, get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. That's what right. I think needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, actually, that is such a good point, Caddy. We really like. I don't. Mm. I don't see the need for it anymore. I mean, women's footy no. is naturally more contested than men's footy, but it's yep. not. Mm. It's not too contested. No. I mean, even they've won NFNL grand final <laughs> yeah. with eighteen yeah. aside on Preston City Oval. On Preston City Oval <laughs> like, at a at a standard yeah. two levels below AFLW was a great game of footy to watch, and it wasn't too contested. Yeah, let's crack in. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask one last question, Al? You sure can. Let's see into the future mm-hmm. for a second. Yeah. Who is your prediction after round one to take home the 2022.2 flag? I am going to say Melbourne and they will play Brisbane. Caddy? Oh, goodness. This game. <laughs> this game. <laughs> I mean, I don't. You know, there's the usual suspects, the Crows, Melbourne, um, Brisbane. But I really, should I go? I mean, I, oh, who do I say? Who do I say? I'm going to go Fremantle. Be at left field. That is left field. That is. That's yeah. really left field. They have been decimated, <laughs> but <laughs> go for it, Caddy. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I really want to say Essendon, but that's really just going to be taking <laughs> the piss, you, isn't it? I thought you were <laughs> going to say Essendon. Oh, I mean, I think Essendon are going. I think Essendon are going to play finals this year. I think. I, I do. agree. I think they're going to be really. Um, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to beat the Crows, or I mean, I think hopefully it's the Demons' year. That's what what we all hope, but. Yeah. Any of the teams that have kept their teams together are really the mm. ones that we're looking at, aren't they? Which is, um, and the ones who are, have been up there, they've managed to keep their lists together as as is what often happens in football. You know, people can sniff that uh, premiership. They tend to stick mm. around. Uh, but yeah. What about you, Hib? Uh, I also think it will be a D's flag to lose. And I think Brisbane will be, yes, in there. But I also think the top four will include North Melbourne and very left of field with me, but St Kilda. I think with the um, addition of Patricios and um, some cohesion at at that club, which I think has um, been built over the last couple of years, I reckon they're my my rookie. (laughs) There you go. I like that. Mm. Well, that's about all we've got time for. Super short and sharp episode this week. Um, Caddy, have a great time in New Zealand. Thank you. Yay. Just wish me luck coming back in one piece. That's all I'd like. Yes. Just, uh, mm, yeah. God. <laughs> How long has oh. it been since you snowboarded? Oh, like four years probably. Um, yeah, so my, my shoulders are recovering from a season of football too so <laughs> oh no anyways it's all good it'll be fun i'll just get on the toboggan if i need to exactly yeah 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 
<laughs> um, and Hiba, I'll see you next week, hopefully. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm around. Great. <laughs> and yeah, thanks. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks, team. Thank you.